Welcome to Soft Thoughts. It is Danielle with two L's. I think we're going to go with that. <laughs> um, I'm just here with y'all tonight. Uh, just wanted to kind of go back into the first episode. If you haven't listened to the first episode, yes, it may be a mess, but you'll love me for it. So just go back and listen to it, okay? Okay. So, um, yes, we're going to talk about my vulnerability with speaking. So let's just start at the beginning. So when I was about three or so, yeah, yeah, it was about three. Because I remember my, my pastor is actually involved in this story. <laughs> um, But ages three to five, I had a hard time developing my speech patterns. And that was because I had this ear infection one time that, um, in the, it, <laughs> you're going to think this is crazy, right? But I had fell asleep, apparently, according to my mom's story, I, I fell asleep and some milk dripped in my ear. I, I slept with a bottle and, um, the milk had hardened in my ear. So I guess I woke up and I couldn't hear on one side. And so, uh. Yeah, they they end up taking me to get that removed and everything, but that kind of um, pushed my communication skills and speech a bit back, and I had to um, actually take classes under special education for a while. Um, I think from kindergarten to about fourth, fifth grade. Um, didn't realize this at all either. Like, excuse me. I think it took me till college to realize I was actually in special education for uh, a good amount of time. But even my pastor says this, like, I wouldn't speak to no one at church. Uh, from three to five years old, I, I spoke to no one. I would just stare but not say anything. They'll say hi. I just blank stare them down. Or I walk away. I will only talk to my parents. Because I mean I didn't even have any friends really at church. Not not at that time. Definitely not at that time. Well minus one. But <laughs> but still. Um, it. Uh, I, I guess it kind of threw me for a spin. Because after a while, uh, as I got better in speaking, um, I actually got to a point where I was speaking a lot. And I remember getting in trouble one time in first grade. And of course, I got a spanking for it because apparently my teacher said I was talking too much and she was trying to teach. And so, yeah, your girl got uh, a spanking for it. And I think I actually tried to forge my mom's signature um, that said that I had gotten in trouble. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you can, I, I wasn't that bad, I, I promise. I wasn't that bad as a kid. <laughs> but afterwards, I kind of took that as, okay, my voice will get me in trouble if I use it too much. So, I concluded that 
instead of speaking a lot, I would just speak when it's necessary or speak when spoken to. And that kind of translated into um into high school into college it it took a lot of people to break me out of it honestly but um at that time yeah i i was really self-conscious after after that happened so um i would say it was about middle school when i really started developing like my my voice as far as letting people listen to me as I'm speaking and making sure people interpreted what I said correctly. And uh, it, uh, there was a, a really special friend of mine and she helped me with that. She helped me with a lot of things. Like self-esteem on top of speaking on top of like just confidently being who I am without apology and now I could do that like pretty much effortless effortlessly I, I still struggle with it a little bit but it's way better than it sh- than it was but I, I really thank you for that I really miss her too but um all that following into about high school now by high school we got a little bit better I was able to start developing friendships now because I, I started becoming less afraid to speak um which I keep saying is it's not really a fear but technically it is um being afraid to speak out just because of what other people may think it's it's a fear so ooh, that was my <laughs> that was my wrist if you hear that popping my bad um but yeah back to high school I had did honor band one year and I ended up having the absolute worst audition ever but ended up being first trumpet crazy um but there was one particular thing that actually stuck out and I was like 16 17 at the time somewhere around that age where we did a song and I was playing and the band director stopped um he called my part it's like hey where's first trumpet third chair and I was like oh that's me and everyone's just staring at me at this point and he's like uh in case anyone failed to mention to you you're the melody of the entire song and if you're not heard the rest of the song can't move so you're now the most important thing at this point so you need to step up and say something well play play louder (laughs) in this case and I was like okay (laughs) and so I, I played louder and he's like there you go now it sounds better. But at that time, I didn't really understand what he meant. I, I just thought, well, maybe I'm playing too softly or something. But as a as I'm 24 now, when you think about it, it kind of applies to my life. Like, if I don't really put myself in there 
how are people going to know what my life is about? I, I can't let people speak for me at this point. Like, I have so much that has happened that, you know, the only the person who's been through it can say something truly about it. So, 16-year-old Danielle, I wish you would have understood. But, hey, life happens. It happens. Um, so, afterwards, got into college. Thankfully, I didn't have to take public speaking. But, I still had to, you know, voice out who I was in the class. Um, and after a while and things started going and I got into Choi for Troops, really good program for those who are in the military. That's when I really had to step out because we did a 5k run <laughs> and I had to call recruiters up to ask them to be a part of the run. And I was completely terrified because I was like, I had never done this part before. I never even answered the phone for someone else, no less a business. And they're like, no, you got this. You got the voice and everything. And I'm like, I don't think so. And I'm like, do it. <laughs> and so I did. And they were like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll come. I'm like, oh, maybe it's not so bad after all. <laughs> And so, uh, after that, you know, I started volunteering to start doing the phones and start talking to people for recruitments. And now here I am with TSA and I'm constantly having to ask passengers to freaking take it out their electronics and <laughs> uh, that that's part of the struggle. That part is a struggle for real. But I am having to communicate with them on a on a daily, weekly basis. And, you know, I never thought I would see myself there. I never thought my voice would be considered so important to an organization, no less to myself, than the moment they hired me. So, as we continue on this journey to finding my voice and finding who I am, I will continue to speak more like this podcast. <laughs> and, uh, you know, things are looking good. So thank you for stopping by and listening to my podcast. And as always, I enjoyed you like you enjoyed me, like we enjoy each other. And I will catch you on the flip side.